Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. On The Pinball Show this week, we discuss Father's Day coming early, seeing your friends topless, ooh, Mandalorian shipping updates, how long is the honeymoon period, another pinball-ish reveal-ish, Charlie teases, mermaid teases, and collective teases, pinball market trends, and much, much more. The train is leaving, so don't be left at the station as The Pinball Show Express keeps chugging along. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Hello again to all of you beautiful and gorgeous people out there. All of you. Even you. Yes, even you. Episode 62 of The Pinball Show is now on Not Live. Live. I guess they're listening to it. This week's co-host is a special one. A returning co-host. That means they're really good. It's one of my best buds. But last time when I said that, he took offense and it was a whole weird thing, but whatever. Yeah, we've gotten over that now. There he is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the kindest, most sweetest hearts in pinball. It is Delaware's very own Joe Fox. Joe. Zachary, how are we? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Did you miss me? I I talked to you yesterday. How can I, I know. Miss you? Did you miss me? I missed you so much. <laughs> hey, hey, before we get started, yeah. I was just going over this contract you made me sign this morning again. Oh. Okay. Is this right? I have to mention flipping out at least 63 times in this asshole. episode? <laughs> I don't think it said 63. Uh, maybe it said 12. I don't have my glasses on. Whatever. I hope this isn't one of those uh, troll episodes you trapped me into. Keyboard Commando Part 2. <laughs> Return of the Fox. It's not going to be one of those. Did you enjoy that episode? Uh, it, it was a bit cringeworthy at times. <laughs> And uh, I had to stop it and start it again a couple of times just to kind of clear my uh, almost like a sorbet on my palate. I love that you're so kind here because if I remember correctly, you contacted me on the phone as we, we speak uh, every day, every other day. And you said, got to say, probably the worst podcast you've ever done. Uh, I might have said that, but I've had some time to maybe reflect on it over the last uh, five weeks, four weeks, however long it's been. I thought it was a pivotal moment in pinball podcasting history, but uh, it it did smooth out. I mean, uh, after the back and forth, the adversarial uh, part of it got over when you started talking about the the regular when you were starting into the episode itself, uh, you know, it started to align more, more, but yeah, I was uh, bored yeah, at first, that point. First hour was tough. And I think I had, what I tell you, I had two or three different people message me <laughs> quote unquote complaining as well, or making their negative comments. I get those as well. We had Ryan C on two weeks ago. Yep. Always enjoy Ryan. Always enjoy Ryan. 
Yeah. I always get filthy with him. I don't know why. He just brings it out. It's he just brings a, it's, the filth out. It's the Australian way of life, I think. Yeah. So it's been a hell of a week, Joe Fox. It's been a Has hell it? of a week. Yeah. For uh, you, maybe. Man, it, I wish the listener was in your shoes of, of all the behind the scenes stuff that I vent to you about. Wow. Yeah, I'm the psychiatrist to the psychiatrist, right? You know, I think that works. Do you ever get burdened by the uh, the fun that I go through each and every week? No. I, in fact, I think I tell you that you should probably just quit because you do no give that advice that, regularly. Yeah, the drama sometimes doesn't weigh out the benefits for sure. But I'm honest with you. I tell you when I believe you're wrong. It's yes, not you a one sided uh, couch session, for lack of better terms. I don't just stroke you and Whoa. assume that you're right with everything. That's kind of couch I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a champagne room couch and i hope it's leather clean easy it's been a hell of a week listener um it's been fun it has been fun and i love being here doing this with you fine people except for you out there you know who you are i don't even know who that's directed towards (laughs) there's a list What's oh. what's what's long? What's a longer list, Zach? The Toy Story interest, interested <laughs> list, yeah, or the uh, Keyboard Commando troll list? Oh, uh, that's a pretty good battle because both are pretty long and they keep growing. Both of them it's by been, the day. Been a hell of a week. You know, Father's Day is a month from now. We still got about a month, mm, don't we? Give or take. Yep. Yeah. And uh, typically, I don't know if Nicole, my wife, is listening. Sorry, sweetie. Typically. I, she's not. <laughs> Don't worry. Absolutely, she's not. That's why I'm saying it. Uh, typically, gifts on Father's Day, eh, eh. A Greg Bone B plus. I mean, eh. <laughs> uh, really, they're a C minus D. But don't get the best gifts for Father's Day. But not 2021. No, 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 no. Listener, I received my Father's Day gift early. I was down here working some flipping out pinball magic and and i see this random truck driving down my driveway i thought they were coming again to take a picture by my above ground swimming pool (laughs) but no they weren't it was uh it was two fellas delivering something for me on father's day a trampoline we already have one of those (laughs) if Uh. you've got the above ground pool that looks tacky you've got to have the trampoline (laughs) we've got that but i thought I'm missing something. A, a swing set. So we've got one of those too. All we need is a clothesline and, and a truck camper shell. Another above ground pool. <laughs> Two of them. So I received the hottest trend right now in, in streaming and in life. My wife and kids purchased me a hot tub. Wow. What? Fox, I actually got a good gift. Whoa. A hot no tub. No tie this year. No, no. No socks that I won't wear. A hot tub. <laughs> I like hot tubs. That's awesome. Now, I don't like... It's kind of like uh, how some people feel about kids. Love my kids. Eh, not so much on other people's kids. You know, some people feel like that. I love all kids. But, you know what? I'm kind of like that with dogs. They can be cute. I don't like other people's dogs. I like my own. But no, I, I don't like other people's hot tubs. Uh, do you sit in public hot tubs, Boxy? No. Absolutely not. Don't lie. Listen, couple I, I beers don't on have vacation. A body for a hot tub. Not at all. No slide in there. Nope. nope. I mean, maybe uh, 
on vacation and a couple of tequilas and maybe I get in one that's kind of like at the hotel. But mm. once other people show up, it's uh, time to go to bed. So I get a hot tub and I'm really excited about it. I don't want to sit in public hot. Would you sit in a hot tub with me? No. For real? For real? No. Like a, a slight graze of our toes together? <laughs> no. <laughs> This see, this is why I can't because the the the, the thought process is just uh, just fly off the map here. I don't know. I I could. I don't even know if I want to go in the above ground pool with you. I've never seen you shirtless. <laughs> thank thank you. Thank God for that. Why not? There's nothing more awkward than seeing one of your best buddies' boobs for the first time. <laughs> it's like a guessing game. Do they have chest hair? Do they not? Do they have a weird ass mole by their nipple? Listener out there, have you seen your best friend topless? Send the pictures to the pinball network at gmail.com. I look okay, shirtless. Look all right. Neither of us are carrying a six pack, that's for sure. (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) All right, Joe Fox, you want to talk about some pinball news? Absolutely. I think Craig Bobby's back. I think Dr. John got off his ass. I think he's back. Our tried and true Ken Rudberg is always there, willing to lend an open voice. Didn't I just see Ken Rudberg? Ken, yeah, Ken Rudberg got a, a new game for free. Yeah, did you see that uh, soccer? Yeah, I, I've never gotten a game for free. No shit, that's a good game. That's a fun game. Yeah, it's not terrible. I like the spinner Listen, shuttle. Any that game, game. Uh, any game that is for free can't be that bad. Mm. Except for Roadshow. Somebody gave me a Roadshow. Stop. You and your Roadshow hate is just uncalled for. Just, just one of those things that just gra- I can't can't tolerate it. Hater. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Lior from The Art of Pinball is back at it, this time creating another must-have mod for The Hobbit. He's created new sculpts for the pop-up creatures in flexible resin. He says they are much beefier and able to hold up to the high impact that these targets take. I've seen them, and they are a vast improvement over the targets that came with the game originally. As usual, these will be a limited run and are available for pre-order now, with shipping between October and December. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Hello and welcome to The Pinball Show's Stern News Update. I'm Craig Bobby. Well, not much stern news to report this week, everyone, as we are in that smoke em if you got em phase. Now, after that crazy and hectic launch week of Disney's The Mandalorian. And while the other pinball manufacturers continue to struggle to even get games to market or build the ones they have orders for, Stern continues to show the pinball world once again what it does best, namely design, build, and actually release licensed games that work and are fun to play. The initial launch batch of orders are now in, with pros hitting the Stern production line this week and kicking out to the lucky first group of mostly operators by this week's end. Now that means the first location-based Mandalorian pinball stream should be hitting Twitch by the weekend or sometime the following week. And speaking of fun to play, after many unknown delays, the Avengers Infinity Quest Infinity Gem shooter rods finally made their way to excited customers last week. Images of RGB gem-lit delight could be seen popping up from excited Avengers Infinity Quest owners all over Pinside. 
So what comes next for Stern Pinball? Well, it looks like Keith Elwin's much-rumored Godzilla title is coming sometime in the fall, most likely sometime in October, just in time for the Christmas rush. But with the long summer months ahead, I wouldn't be surprised if we might see a surprise announcement being made by Stern between now and then. Maybe the long-awaited internet connectivity feature, or maybe even a surprise release? And I'm sure they could sell a few hundred, or maybe a few thousand, Mandalorian toppers right about now. But we shall have to wait and see. Well, that's all for this week. For The Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Hi, and welcome to this week's SHIT Update with Dr. John on The Pinball Show. So news out of Spooky is tease, tease, tease. So far we've had a very microscopic look at the cabinet art, I assume, of the new Spooky game that's due out probably in the next few weeks. It doesn't show much, but there's been lots of speculations on what it could be. Charlie's also posted a nice picture of himself standing next to the Evil Dead movie poster. Again, I think it's just a tease, and I doubt very much that they have got this license because of the costs involved, but who knows? Haggis announced that they have sold out of their Mermaid Editions, which means all 250 Fathom Mermaid Edition pinballs will be ready to roll beginning in July. Best of luck to Damien in the build, and best of luck to Martin and the team in all the Fathom 2.0 code updates. That's it for this week. We'll catch you next week. Hey, this is Kaz with a quick American Pinball update. There's been a lot of talk recently about playfield issues and pinball, so I reached out to some owners and operators of American Pinball Games and just want to check and see how their playfields are holding up. They say that everything is doing great. They have some minor dimpling, but no major issues with the American Pinball Playfields. Everyone I've talked to has been extremely happy with the quality of the Playfields. Also, everyone is looking forward to the new games that are going to be released later this year. There should be an announcement very soon of the new American Pinball game. I hope everybody has a great week and has fun playing pinball. For the Pinball Show, this is Brian Costner. We'll kick it off with the king here, Stern Pinball. Where are the Mandalorian pins? Where are they at, Joe? You hiding them up there in DE? Uh, yeah, I just got my shipment yesterday. <gasps> 42 of them. Ah! Direct from Stern. Direct from Stern? No. I, I don't. The, the production schedules of everybody has got me so confused over the last, uh, I want to say, I guess, well, I guess since the pandemic. So I guess it makes some sense. Sure. I still can't comprehend why if you have production issues and you're behind on so many games wh- why can't you just skip a cycle what do you mean why announce the mandalorian is it a, is it a contract issue is it a uh you know or do we need to be back in the news issue i don't understand from these guys all of them if you can't make the games on a normal production schedule why announce them because then you get log jammed but they already are log jammed, according to what I can see. Yeah. I mean, they haven't came out with an Elvira premium since last July. Yeah, but they just ran Elvira last Yeah, I saw them trickling out now. A little bit. Parts until... issue still delayed it a bit. I guess. I, I just, a... when, when they came out with the reveal, we had to wait longer for the stream than we typically do. Then yeah. we had to, it feels like we're waiting an extra week or so to see some of the first pros roll off that line. 
Remember the production photos that a lot of people would see on past previous titles? You'd see them. As an update listener, we do know that uh, hoping to see some of the Mandalorian pros roll out this week or early next. So they're, they're here, but they're getting closer. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, perfectly said. Did you, did you uh, purchase a Mando? I have a Mando. Yes, I have one ordered. I act like I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? Act like it's not three years. Are you excited about Mando? What's your first initial impressions about this game? Okay, so you and I spoke weeks before the reveal, mm-hmm. and I kept saying to you, if these rumors are true, I just don't get it. It's a Star Wars property, so of course it's it's high. Bonerific, yeah. However, the show is only two seasons old. Mm-hmm. They would have had to put this game in production, or at least in a design standpoint, pretty much in the middle of season one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like if there are normal design schedules a year, maybe the end of season one, and you lock into this title, not really having a true feel for what that show was encompassing or what, what fan base that could have. You're right. However, looks like I'm completely wrong because it is gone through the roof and LE sales were sold out before it was announced. Oh, man. And secondhand sales already in the, you know, three, four thousand dollar profit range and distributors, you know, selling them on uh, raffle situations mm-hmm. or lottery situations or well above MSRP. So I guess I'm completely wrong. I can tell you that I don't have the same amount of excitement for this as I have for titles in the past. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. I like the show. I, I watched both seasons of it religiously and, 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 and you know, we can't wait for the next one. But I just didn't get the feeling of excitement on this one. You're still itching for that Duran Duran pen or what? <laughs> Rio Multibowl. Her name is Rio and she dances on the <laughs> No, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old and grouchy. Get off my lawn. Yeah, I don't I can I can tell you I've got a few guys that that are uh, friends of mine that are newer in the hobby by, you know, a couple, maybe a year, year and a half. Yeah. Did they pass the day fix test? Yeah. And their excitement levels for like picking up any game at this point is so high. And I kind of forgot what that was like, because at this point, uh, you know, uh, not to sound pretentious, but I've gone through 200 plus games Wow. and there's nothing really left that I'm looking for. Um, Not going to surprise you. Right, so maybe that's why my excitement level's so low. We call that jaded. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's jaded. I'm no. not mad at anybody. Okay. I just kind of got my collection pretty much fine tuned to what I want it to be. The shadow. Um, yeah. yeah, shadow. It lasted a week. Um, <laughs> you don't think this is going to knock your socks off? I watched the stream for the first half hour. I haven't gone back to the to the vod to truly see it. So they haven't played the game I, at that point yet. Yeah, well, I know that's kind of what turned me off, and I don't. I, I like Dwight a lot, and I know he's super excited when he does these rules, and, and he wants to show everybody what he's done. It just sometimes can become a little overkill, you know. Mix in a little gameplay earlier, maybe, and mm-hmm. and keep some. But this is me, right? I'm not. Uh, by all means, I'm not the uh, the the most accurate person in the world. Doesn't mean I'm right and everybody else is wrong. But Your for me, yeah. it it got a little bit turned me off. Do you like and Dwight just, Code in general? I do. 
Okay. With the exception of Star Wars, I like Dwight games. And and I think this is a this doesn't feel like a Star Wars from what I can see, but does not feel also like the simplicity of what Monsters is, so it should be a good mix. You liked Game of uh, Thrones if I remember correctly. I love Game of Thrones. Okay. So it feels a little bit like that code wise. You're you're still holding that excitement that I don't have any longer for for newer titles. I like this on part. everything for the most part. I guess the also the excitement level drops down too sometimes when you know it's going to be a game that you'll always be able to get. You know there will be no shortage of Mandalorians. It's a great in, point in the, in the in the wild and or from collection standpoints. But I just want to play it now. <laughs> yeah, well that's that's the that's the fun part is you always as soon as you get it. You know, my mind will change for sure when the box comes here, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it will be, it'll be the excitement. I'll run down, get it set up, and I'll play my first couple games, and and you know, I'll tell everybody that it's a great game, and I feel like it shoots well. And then week two or week three will come, and that'll be the kind of true test. Do I still want to go downstairs and press the start button, or is yeah. it you know driving me nuts for some reason? I wonder. This is a good a good topic. People talk about the honeymoon phase in pinball. Listener, you know what I'm talking about. No, you can't judge it now. It's just a honeymoon phase. How long is said honeymoon phase? Email us at thepinballnetwork at gmail.com or post on our on our episode post on Facebook, the Pinball Network. I wonder how long that is. Does it go by time? Does it go by plays? And if so, how many? How long? Mine lasts depending on how much I play it. Okay, so we're going plays. Yeah, I would think if you, you can't... I don't think... It, I don't think it could be a defined one or the other because for you, you may play the game 50 times in a week and I may play it 150 times in a week. Mm. So it's, okay. there's definitely a honeymoon phase for every game. How many games would you guess it to be, the honeymoon phase, where you can clearly and definitively know if the lore has wore off? Mm. You understand the code enough to not poo-poo it before you really get it. Well, see, that, that's, that, that therein code is a problem to make that decision. So yeah. for example, That's true. Uh, Stranger Things. I did not keep that game for a month initially. Bullshit! Code was so light at the time when it first came out that I disliked the game. Okay. As the code has grown, I could see people talking about it more and more and more. I gave it another try. I bought another one. And I will tell you, I enjoy it 150 times better than I did when I first played it. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy is another oh, game yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I own four of them. It took me four times to absolutely fall in love with that game to the point where now I cannot stop playing it still when I go down the basement. And what do you think it was? Uh, is it just code or is there something more? I can tell you Guardians frustrated me a lot in the beginning. I had the LE and the premium versions at first mm-hmm. and I didn't think the arms blocked the oh, shot. God, with it. We argue about this all the time. But the more I play the pro, I realize that maybe they did, even maybe if it was psychologically, they blocked the shots because I was thinking about them. It didn't remind you of waking in the middle of the night with your wife and her arms reaching out for your throat? No, no, not at all. Just must have been a me (laughs) thing. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, mine does things more subtle like poisons and (laughs) poison. Go on, taste this delicious steak that I know you yeah. love. It's a nice, it's a, it's a odd seasoning you put on there. <laughs> oh, it's new. It's from, uh, what's that company called? The uh, Acme. That's why I keep coughing up blood every day. <laughs> so I, I think it's, number one, it's very subjective. 
you know, not not to put in a conversation like pinball art, but it's very subjective. For example, you love the shadow. Love it. That's You've made that known for yeah. years. I can't stand the shadow. I just can't get into it. Didn't get it. Wasn't for me. But that's okay because that's why there's, you know, 3,000 games that have been made over the, you know, the, the last however, 40, 50 years mm -hmm. is because there are things that you're going to like that I'm not, things I'm going to like that you're not, and things we're going to agree with. Oh, wish you would have picked a different pinball machine, but yeah, I get your point. Well, okay, The Hobbit. There you go. Uh, you know, it's all subjective. You know, the, the good thing is, is that I will go up to any pinball machine, even Roadshow, that I can't stand, and I will still push that start button because it still is pinball, and I still love pinball, period. And you'll still get an erection when you hear, it's Friday! Oh, that's probably that's part of the reason I can't stand it so much. But the bottom line is, that just doesn't mean I don't want to own the game, right? I'll play it if it's on location, if it's at your house, a buddy's house. I'll play it. I'm just not going to own it. But you won't sit in a hot tub with me. Noted. I won't okay. sit in a hot tub with you. That's fine. I'm going to put the number, listener, at 100 games. Fair enough. Seems a little soon, but I think... A hundred full games, not the restart that I do. Guilty. A hundred full games. Your honeymoon, you then know what it's like to live with that person. Yeah, a hundred. I mean, we can see from Pinside a lot of times or Facebook market, you know, when guys are selling games that, you know, that's not probably the average for most people. Yeah. You know, I seem to think that would probably be under 50 games where you'll see how many people that, you know, 25 plays, 29 plays, 47 plays, just not my cup of tea, you know, move on from games. Well, yeah, so I, but I would to, say but to go under that. Yeah, but to go with you on that, maybe maybe the honeymoon phase can be a negative thing too, like it was for you and Guardians. You don't think can be. you like it, but you haven't really allowed for that honeymoon phase to wear off. I don't know if people get married out of dislike, hoping that after the honeymoon phase it'll be positive, <laughs> but yeah, you get my drift. Yeah, I uh, you know, that, that's a topic for me that's more along the lines of uh, what I've changed my mentality, and you're, you're aware of this, is that I was an exclusive LE buyer. Yes, elitist. And I do not own one LE as of right now. That makes me die a little bit inside. Well, you know, I kind of I got to the point with me by saying, uh, well, first of all, you also know, and for those that don't, you know, we, do a, we, we have a big tournament scene in Delaware and I since last June have been hosting almost every tournament up until this this month the only way and for you to make a tournament though to be fair is for the entire population of Delaware to show up I think right well yeah I, hey. well yeah 40 people come it's a small state and the consensus typically is from a from a gameplay perspective is that the premium le's bring a lot of bling but they don't necessarily bring it to gameplay. Um, mm, that's true. It actually detracts from gameplay in a lot of in a lot of ways. Wow. Jurassic Park Premium LE is a great show, right? It's awesome to see uh, the dinosaur grab the ball and swing it around and roar mm -hmm. and, and it interacts with the with the uh, video on it. But at the end of the day you probably get a 40 second delay from that ball coming back into play sure. when that dinosaur is eating it. And to me, that is becomes a detraction after the first 10 or 15 times that you see it. Just flip through it anyway. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Hmm. So, That's a good point. So you've become very much a pro buyer. 
I have become a pro buyer I, for multiple reasons, right? So cost, in theory, you can you can uh, get more games for your your dollar amount, right? Yeah. If it's ten thousand dollars, you can two for just, one. There, I'm yeah. rounding two pros versus one LE. Mm-hmm. Your resale market, I think, has a bigger buyer base when you want to resell a pro. Floor is not LE. as deep. Yep. Now the the downside to that is they make probably the most amount of pros than either version when it comes to actual production. So there's going to be more of them out there. But we know there's more pro buyers than there are premium LE. Just for the sheer fact of money. I still love that you have a little razzle-dazzle in you, Joe Fox. You, you still like the powder coats. You still you still like some of the mods. I do. I, I like some of the mods. I do. I have my basic layout every time I get a new game that I'm ready to go. I usually keep you know, in stock for lack of better words, a shaker motor yep. and a set of upgraded speakers for the head mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Invisiglass slash voodoo and a, you know, external volume control. Yep. Everything that I know I'm going to get, I'm starting to pick out my powder coat colors before the game arrives. That's fun. It's a fun and process. And I have rotate, I have a set of armor that I can just drop off and rotate. And when it gets done, then I can place it on there instead of taking everything off the game that's sitting well, there. Well, and look, and in some ways, Joe Fox, I agree with you because there's something about making a pro or a premium upgraded like that unique, special, and one of a kind. Yeah. There really I mean, is. Maybe I don't like the light blue powder coat of a Led Zeppelin LE, and I'd rather do a you know a gray or silver sparkle. Maybe mm-hmm. you know I don't like uh, the the purple of Stranger Things. I'd rather do a you know a, a blue or something like that. And what was the last like, one you powder coated? I thought, oh, that is slick. That was, was the, the uh, Stranger Things Premium that I oh, changed Stranger up. Stranger Things Premium. Was that kind of like, it was purple sparkle, but it wasn't yeah, deep it was purple. Perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. What was that Avengers? I think you did an Avengers in a blue. Yeah, I did the Avengers Ooh. in like a, uh, I try to do everything to match the cabinets. I bring my wife involved because I'm half colorblind as it is. And I need a, a woman's touch to make sure everything matches up. What is it with um, all my friends being colorblind? You know, uh, Schmitty's yeah. colorblind too. Maybe it has something to do. Maybe it's you. Oh, <laughs> I've been blamed of a lot of things, Joe Fox. <laughs> well, why stop now? That's right. I'm the reason for colorblindness in the That's world. That's right. So we get your flair, a little style here and there. Uh, and we know that as a collector, many of us will go through phases. Uh, nobody yes. talks about the phases of collecting pinball. You go through these little spurts. Ooh, I, I just want System 11. That's all I want. No, I just, uh, just want to play a lot. So I'm going to go newer Stearns and JJPs or it just, we all go through these phases. Yep. I like it. Oh, speaking of bling though, Mandalorian accessories. We talked about it a hit on it a little bit last week. Mandalorian accessories. I just wanted to remind everyone that at the time of hearing this, if you're listening on a Monday, we have not been given pricing on Mandalorian accessories. Thus we can't send out invoices or purchase orders for Mandalorian accessories quite yet. But for those of you on our list, we do have an invoice in our system. And once we get pricing, we will send those out. So kind of a guessing game right now. I don't, I don't know, again, the delay there. Uh, we know that Topper, we're not going to hear about this Topper, the pricing or see it or anything for probably a little bit longer. They said August, I believe. So that's going to be a little bit more of a wait. But Mandalorian accessories, you may, you may hear as early as this week. Uh, the pricing on that. I don't anticipate them being that drastically different, if different at all. So just to, do you just think that's a supply, uh, a uh, material supply issue? 
it has been everywhere else for everything else. So yeah, I would guess that to be the case. But they didn't. Yeah, just, they didn't announce when they announced those Mandalorian accessories. They they said they weren't coming until June, July anyway. So they may. Still yeah, but they standardly re- re- released the price at that point. Yes, and they do. you just can't get them. Yeah, it was a little different this time, and we'll. I mean, only speculation now because I don't know why. We'll see. But man, I'm hearing about the topper. Mm. Uh oh, you haven't even shared that with me. I know. We'll talk. You don't share anything with me, actually. Speaking of accessories, Jersey Jack Pinball, we know that accessories are coming there as well. Specifically, the topper. Again, no pricing yet. We haven't seen it yet, but uh, you may see and hear about that this week as well. Just a nice, another little update. And for all of you that heard other podcasts suggesting that I was minimizing any playfield issues from these manufacturers, I just implore you, to maybe listen to the whole thing, not just the the uh, the snippet that was so conveniently cut for that. Fucking laughable at this point. Not even going to dig because it's sad. Just but let that, it slide. Yeah, let it slide. Let the people make their own decisions. Speaking of cringe, let's slide right into another cringe-worthy story. Pinball Adventures. Honey Factory. <laughs> yeah, well, at least I haven't seen that yet. Not shipping anyway that I know of. Maybe they didn't sell any. Order banks are closed. They released another video. We know these award-winning videos that they release. This one was for a new title called Elements. Get your Magic the Gathering cards out because I'm just assuming that's what Magic the Gathering is about. I have no clue. But Elements is about Captain Planet. No, it's not. It should be. If you enjoy it, they're not building it. This is about dirt, wind, water, fire, heart. I always felt bad for the kid with heart. (laughs) Wasn't Kwame. Kwame was, I forgot what Kwame had. He was my favorite. Heart. Heart. Little guy. He didn't get one of the elements. He just got heart. No idea what you're talking about. Oh, listeners know. And right now they're cackling. But no, this is a, this is about. I don't know what this is about. Uh, uh, warlocks, ninjas, trolls. It reminded me of a kind of Dungeons and Dragons feel, but also there was an Atari arcade game that got kind of popular um, called Gauntlet, and that kind of had okay. like you could select different characters, mm-hmm. and each character had their you know their attributes and their weapon and that kind of idea. That's that's kind of what it reminded me of. It felt Dungeons and Dragony. Even the the look of the cabinet. So Pinball Adventures, for those of you, you guys are welcome over at Pinball Adventures for some of this exposure, but go to YouTube and type in Pinball Adventures and you'll find a, a video entitled Elements Pinball Sneak Peek. It's a six minute video and it is a video. I almost felt like I was talking on another podcast this week that it was so cringy and bad production-wise that it felt like Pinball Adventures realized how shitty they are at doing these things and was making fun of themselves in a mock satire video. That's what it felt like to me. It's bad. But the one highlight was of the mocked-up game. Didn't look horrible. I'll give them credit. Didn't look like Pony Factory. The the Gandalf wannabe? Couldn't even get his lip sync. I still think that's a YouTube issue. It's not. (laughs) 
I know what you're talking right. about, but it is not. It didn't. It didn't look terrible. I, I have a different terrible. opinion on that video than you do. You're looking at it from the production standpoint because you've got your yourself into that uh, realm, and I'm not. So I had a little bit different of a take. You're on so it. wrong, but okay. I know. Well, that's fine. Uh, I'm used to that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't married? think it was as bad as you make it out to seem. I mean, the game kind of had some cool stuff to it. Yeah. The ultimate question will be: Will they ever make it? Will it ever come out? And then that, I'd say, probably not. The artwork. I mean, we're still mm. waiting on Punny Factory. So why why are they putting out a video for another game when they didn't make their first? Are they just scrapping that? Uh, that's a good question. They they should. This is a lot more promising. Yes. But it has an upper play field. There are some things that there are to like about this. Subway. Subway. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Theater magic uh, diverter that goes into a subway. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking, trying to. It's got a low. It's got a a clear playfield area, kind of like your Big Lebowski, your Creature from the Black Lagoon. Think the same shape. Yep. But it has a uh, infinity mirror in there. Yep. It's got two horseshoes, one with spinners on them, sort of like. What is this fucking Gottlieb Genesis? (laughs) There's nothing you can't play down there. You're just looking at an infinity mirror. Well, no different than Creature from the Black Lagoon. No different than... Uh, okay, good argument. Good I argument. mean, you know, it's a, it's a show it's a showpiece, that part of it, or it's a, it's a bling. All right, all right. It's not like a Congo where you can do something under there or ACDC, but a lot of times they don't get the great... They don't get the greatest of... Uh, yeah, they suck down there anyway. Play fields yeah. anyway, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, you said two horseshoe loops, a big orbit... A whirly yeah, two horseshoe loops, one one with two spinners on it, mm-hmm. sort of like a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on the upper sure. on the upper play field there, and then there's got two with drop targets, very reminiscent of of Scott Denisi's most recent uh, Denisi 2.0 lock. That's what that is, yes. So little little cool features, definitely a different layout than we've seen from anybody else. And it, I like the upper play field. It's got some drop targets. You go behind the drop targets. Thank you. Love that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I like yes. that. And then if it passes the flipper, it goes onto the, the wire form. I like it. And drops it down, like almost look like a twister to me, like when it comes, drops down right in the middle of the play field. Yeah, that's a weird exit, but okay. I can get behind it. So there are some things that aren't totally making me run for the hills. Is that an Iron Maiden reference? <sighs> Fine for your life. Yeah, and they showed, but here's here's the big question. Why now? Yeah, that's what I said. Why? I, mean, I got a lot of questions. Like that left little <laughs> orbit stand up, why? Um, this theme, why? A uh, th- lot of whys. But that that is, and why are there inserts in the whitewood under the apron? Why? A lot of questions. But that, that that's, uh, that's par for the course for this company that hasn't created anything yet but the why now is you why do we need you to show off a game when i can't buy it hype level at 100 percent right now every single day that goes by is less and less interest do they not know this they've got to know this why are you showing me an incomplete or incomplete game i think people just get excited about the milestones that they reach you know uh, People want to shout out. 
no, I, I get it. I don't understand it either. I mean, not to not to bash more on Deep Root, but I don't understand this concept that they had for the last three or four years and why they've boasted and done the things they've done and, and in theory have not produced one game yet. I mean, I know Raza is, you know, shown and played, and but it's not in production and, and all the recent stories. I just don't understand it. Mm. If I had any desire for a Raza, it would have long died ago. Yeah, you're right. Full retro back glass. Screen at the top is pretty cool. Another like uh, small, not small, but I guess a normal size. Uh, yeah, LCD. Screen at the top. Why? Try something different maybe? Why not start with Punny Factory like that so they all line up? It's going to look weird now. Because they're not a mental, uh, they don't have mental problems <laughs> where their games have like to me. all exactly look the same in a row. Yeah. 1980s called. Their name is Bally and they want their cabinet back. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of a Bally or even a Gottlieb. The, old, the, you know, the street level kind of taller back boxes. Yeah. I don't know why you're showing a product now. Yeah. Show it when it's. I, listen, you don't have to be in a box ready to ship, but you need to have that game out within the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. Period. Preferably now. Yeah. Well, sure. In a perfect world. I, it's hard for me to trust this company with a promo video like this. Yeah, you put a lot more stock in that, and that's okay. I just, I, I put stock in putting games out yeah. in boxes to consumers. Absolutely. And if I'm saying to myself, if they can't get this right, then how are they going to get right an actual pinball machine? The complexity of a pinball machine listener is at least 50 to a thousand times more than a sizzle promo reel. And if you can't do that, then I worry about the animation in this game. I worry about a lot of things. I'll tell you what, some of that art that they were passing by that looked like could be the possible animations again, and it's not, maybe not resounding, but did not look terrible. Mm. Okay. And I certainly disagree I don't care. Listen, at the end of the day, people still criticize Stern's promo videos. They still criticize Stern's or, or you know, their third party that is bringing out their streams. The bottom line is the game, right? Like 30 years ago, there was none of this crap. They put out a flyer. They put a game on location where nobody knew about it because the, the Internet wasn't what the Internet was. And the game was was valued for the game. Mm-hmm. Not the sizzle reel, not the production quality of their release video, not the, you know, the stream quality. It was the game. So if, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if the game is fun to play and it's got cool mechs and cool features, that's all I really care about. I don't give two shits about their, their video and whether or not Merlin lined up with his words and all that. That'll be forgotten if the game's fun to play. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Is that the best you can get out of a Zach Many? Yeah, <laughs> you can't wrong. say you're right, but you can't. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. We'll see. Yeah, that, I I have a fear that 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 game will never come out other than the computerized version that it is right now via that promo video. The only other frustration I have, I, I went to visit pinballbuzz.com, and I always get a good laugh at the list of games that they have out here: um, Sushi Pinball, Ninja Pinball. That's whack, Pinball. <laughs> Fruitomatics, first class pinball, Canada, eh? Pinball, world dominant. They're hilarious. I didn't find too funny. Again, more cringy. Uh, if you click on books, listener, you'll go down, you'll see a couple books. Remember the Pinball Adventures Volume 1, Ch- Todd Tucky? 
Join Todd Tucker. Oh, yeah, the one with the repeat pages and missing pages and misspellings. That's the one. Volume 2 is now available. Volume 3 is now available. Volume 4 coming soon. But a new one has emerged, and it's called The Rise and Fall of a Pinball Empire. And on that said promo book leaflet, it says an unauthorized autobiography of Todd N. Tucky. It's got a picture of him right on the book cover, and it's got TNT Amusements logo on it. It says, learn the real story behind the YouTube arcade and pinball guru, late night info, commercial sales pitchman, fist biting, groaning, and some lighthearted insults, Todd in Tucky. Here's where it takes a turn. Now, 40 years in the business, Todd claims to have hosted over 25,000 parties and sold over 27,000 plus arcade pinball machines. That would total almost a $40 million empire. So why does he need a loan for payroll? Is he really broke? Is it an act? Or is the pinball and arcade guru really mad? Read the real truth behind Todd Tucky. Did that say autobiography? Because that certainly doesn't sound like an autobiography. (laughs) So true. So true. Sounds like a TMZ episode or a... National Enquirer waiting to be in the grocery line. You know what I mean? Do we need this? Do we need this? No, I don't think we need it. Okay. But there's a lot of things in this world we don't need that are out there. I, it just, and you might say, well, it's, it's about the promo video that's sloppy. That's fine. You might say that you go to their website and see that they, they have typos <laughs> all over their website. <laughs> and that's fine. But, you know, Maybe, just maybe, I'm crazy by saying lack of attention to detail and everything else that you do show may bleed over into what you do produce. Yeah, it it wouldn't have me have a great feeling. But we shall wait and see. Onward to Spooky Pinball. Speaking of boutiques, Spooky Pinball Charlie teased a photo, a couple photos this last week, one by an Evil Dead poster kind of saying, this isn't going to happen. And one of the artwork, I don't know if it was a cabinet, playfield, I don't know what it was. Did you see that, Joe? Yeah, I thought it was a cabinet, right, where it looked like almost uh, like some stone. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. So that's about the update. I, 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 there's nothing, nothing more to add. I don't know what it's going to be. I know that I, I know what I would love it to be. I'd love it to be Scooby Doo. I doubt it. The people were talking about Halloween series. Yeah, that seems to be the one with the most amount of uh, gumption. I think selfishly for me, I would love that. I'm really still looking for somebody to make a scary pinball machine. Uh, some people have talked about Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that'd be great. None, none of these so far excite me. What does excite you, Dennis Creasel? <laughs> I'm, I'm a good stand-in, right? I'll just use the same. I don't know. I, listen, I've got like two or three themes left in for me that would excite me. Oh, boy. You know, now I've got to hear them. Back to the Future is one of them. We've talked <gasps> Thank about you, Joe Fox. I mean, that literally probably would have to be the top one for for a, a consensus, right? Hear that, Gare Bear? Come on, uh, Sterny. After that, everything's kind of like, oh, yeah, that would be cool, but not really. And, okay. you know. So Back nothing. to the Future is where it's at. For me, yep. The Goonies? Yep. Okay. I can get, I can get with you You're on Goonies. It. Okay. That's we were kind of raised around the same era. Yeah, I'm a little older than you. I think that uh, I think that some people 
I think that, um, what is it, Rocky Horror Picture Show is another one that would get people, you know, kind of upside yeah. down. We know it's coming in June, the reveal. So we'll see. June see 1 her. or June 30? Uh, who knows? June. June, June, June. And for all of you interested in getting a spooky pinball machine from Flipping Out Pinball, we're still uh, we're still trying to get Charlie to add us to the list. So somebody somebody messaged me or called me yesterday and said, "Hey, can can you ask Zach if I can get on his list if it's Halloween?" And I said, "Well, first of all, I, Zach doesn't sell for spooky directly, and second of all, I don't think it's Halloween, but that's my own speculation." God, he was probably thanks, Crasel. Hung up the phone I, on you. I don't know. Cock block. <laughs> yeah, here's a here's a really scary thing. This is even scarier. I've actually never even seen Halloween. Wow. I mean, I know it's my, you know, I know it's I know the whole concept Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis and all that stuff, but they made 17 of them, so I, I get kind of It's more an nostalgia thing now. It's it's the lore of the the story more so than the film. So. And listen, I know I'm in the minority. That that that's absolutely I know that. It's the score. It's just that's all. I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. I've never seen Friday Holy the Thirteenth. I've never seen. You've never seen any Freddy Krueger? What the? Hell? I know who he is. I know. I know. I got the whole concept. Like Candyman. Never have watched. Seen Candyman. Nope. No Saw. No Candyman. No Pinhead. No Hell. Whatever Hellraiser. Hell no. 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 Uh, what was the old one? Carol Ann. What was that one? Uh, who? What? Poltergeist. No Poltergeist. No Poltergeist. Yeah. Exorcist. Nope, not- I would love nope. an exorcist. Not my. It's not my. Uh, it's not my jam. Do you scare easy? I, I do actually. That's Aww. part of the reason I don't like them. I don't like a Blair Witch Project. I went to the movies and saw and was. I wasn't scared as much at that one, but that's probably my uh, my horror genre. Next time you come visit, I'm just gonna rip my shirt straight down the middle. See what I did there. <laughs> we're gonna hop in the hot tub and we're gonna watch a horror film together. I just see that being a bad night altogether. <laughs> How about we'll be drunk? Does that make it better? No. Nope. No, last time you got drunk, you bought a thousand dollars worth of glow in the dark silicone <laughs> from Titan. <laughs> Listen, let's not be let's be clear. That is not the last time I was drunk. That was just a time I was drunk. Ah right. time. Uh spooky pinball. We're we're still eager. I still might have a handful of machines to sell. So bye bye bye. Haggis pinball. Now we know that they did sell out of all their mermaids. Now, this excites me. Congratulations. All of the Mermaid Edition Fathom Revisited are sold out. 250 Gone. Or are they? I did see in the thread that people, it's like the window was wide open, the door was open, it was waiting for you to come in. Now people are like, where can I get one at? What the hell? You've been sleeping? I think that's a classic thing where uh, Stern is obviously front and center when they release a game. And the speculation is the highest. And people were guessing Mandalorian for months beforehand. And zero people saw this coming, except for Haggis, of course. And uh, caught most people by surprise. And, of course, this is, they are more under the radar than a Stern or a JJP. So it doesn't hit, quote-unquote, national news uh, or national mm-hmm. pinball news. Um, I still think it's the it's the high school girlfriend syndrome. I really do. The high school it's, girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, I love you. Let's go out. Let's hang out. It's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. And then the minute you can't have me. Oh, but he's so cute. I love How him. would you even know anything about that? You've been with oh, Nicole since I, you were 12. I get, I get the premise. Maybe she did it to me. I don't know. Like, you just, you want what you can't have. If something's too easy, you know what I mean, Foxy? If it's yep. too easy, 
You don't want it's it. Too easy. It's there's no attraction. Yeah, it's like the monsters all over again. <laughs> so I think it's what it is. Now that the the mermaid hole closed, you know, it's going to yeah, take a little th- work this, to get one. This this whole announcement excited me. This to me is something that got me super excited. When you when you talk about the <laughs> the life cycle of a pinball collector or a pinball person. Uh, you know, everyone got into, you know, you, you get your most recent machines with all the razzle dazzle. And then you start discovering that the games from the eighties and nineties had, a, had a lot of attraction to them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a, I'm a classic Bally, classic Stern type of guy. Fathom was a game that I was never able to find a nice enough one for me. So to me, this was like music to my ears. Did you order one? I ordered one right off the bat. Hot damn. Congratulations. 1 billion Australian dollars. I'd be curious how many people ordered the standard versus the mermaid. Because I think from an upgrade price, I think that was your best buy in pinball from an upgrade price. It really was. Now, I I said, uh, uh, so these are all gone. That may or may not be true. Did you see the uh, social media post of me with happily and proudly wearing my haggis hat? No, I try to stay away from anything containing you. (laughs) No, I saw. You got your hat. You got your... uh, your clan member package. A befuddled look on my face. Not sure where mine is, but okay. It's coming. It's on a ship somewhere. But yeah, that swag pack was awesome. I'm going to give them a lot of credit. Nicely done, Damien. Your wonderfully beautiful hair that I want to run my fingers through. Nicely I'll done. tell you, another feather in their cap is, and I'm sure you've been getting them too, since you ordered one and I ordered one, I've been getting these pretty much weekly to 10 day updates from Damien, just kind of yeah. like where they're at. It's nothing momentous, but you know, enough to keep you interested. That's a good thing as well. And if you are looking for a mermaid edition of fathom revisited, you may not be out of luck entirely. Why? What you know what, you know what they say, Joe on the streets. You heard him talking <laughs> is, on the streets. What do they stay on the streets? One for my homie. No, well, they say, uh, when in doubt, call flipping out. Boom. I only have 62 more to go. All right, let's go. Let's talk about you a little bit more. You had something recent that you're working on that is super, super exciting. It's called the Delaware Pinball Collective. DPC. <laughs> yes, uh, I I hell are you put doing? out a Facebook post this week, kind of announcing we're, we're, we're on the final. I guess the uh, it's the final countdown. Yeah, the final countdown of making. No. The Delaware Pinball Collective, a reality, um, something that uh, myself and four other good friends um, in the Delaware uh, slash Pennsylvania area have been cultivating for the last. We started right before the pandemic, of course, not knowing what was going to happen Great a year and change ago. Kind of took a back seat then during the pandemic because who knows what the world was going to be um, and has now regained its steam and is right on the uh, right at the finish line of, of putting over. We're just finalizing the spot. Wow. Um, but similar to other great collectives in the country, whether it be the Sanctum, whether it be Richmond, whether it be the new newly announced uh, Rochester or East Rochester Pinball Collective, it's, mm-hmm. it's very similar to those makeups where uh, a group of enthusiasts come together to create one central location in a in an area and bring all of their knowledge and their games into one central place for all to enjoy. It will be a membership-based 
program where um, you'll pay monthly or yearly fees to access the club. We are designated as a 501c7, which is a non-for-profit corporation. Nice. We're not looking to make any money here. We're just looking to uh, keep games up and running, keep you know the rent paid, keep the lights on. And uh, have everybody come and enjoy. We'll be a running fun, safe place for pinball people to hang out. Yep, absolutely. So we're we're excited that this is right at the finish line here. You can check out a lot of the background story on uh, www.delawarepinballcollective.com. Um, there you can also uh, sign up for memberships, and or if you're not in the area and still wish to try to support us, there's some some donation buttons there and different ways that you can help out. But I would say, based on timing, what it looks like, I would say July slash August opening. Wow, that's uh, soon. Yeah, it's very close. So, my wife will be happy. The basement will be quasi emptied as I take most of my collection <laughs> oh. and, and move it there. I'll still hold on to a couple of my my keepers and stay here for me to enjoy while I'm home. I just but. think it's such an awesome, awesome idea. And I know the group up in Delaware is just a fantastic group. So I'm a little envious and. Uh, Sad that I don't have one more local to me, but the Delaware Pinball Collective sounds sounds like it's going to be a great thing. And anything you're a part of, um, you don't half-ass anything. So you've been a huge asset to this community. So hopefully you, listener, can become a member. Like how far is it from any any major metropolitan city around? Yeah, like, so it's, it's going to be, I mean, it's not 100% yet, but it, for all intents well, and purposes, yeah. it's going to be located in Wilmington, Delaware, which is about... Uh, 30 minutes from Philadelphia. Oh, well, um, shit. Yeah. yeah All so the Philly a, people need to That's a major design, area where yeah. people can come from. We're right on the borderline of New Jersey. So southern New Jersey is, you know, Joy-Z. depending on where you're at, anywhere from a half hour to 45 minutes. You have, um, you know, some outlying areas of Pennsylvania that are still heavily populated right outside of Philadelphia. So we're trying to put it in a location that it cannot just be an exclusive to Delaware because we are a smaller state and don't have a high population, but also also accessible by those all around us. So, wow. um, do you think you'll ever run events or tournaments or anything? We are absolutely right now. We've been running events, tournaments since even during the pandemic safely mm-hmm. and, and, you know, CDC guidelines with masks and sanitizer yep. and the whole nine yards since June. Um, but from a pinball pers- or from a Delaware perspective, we've been running tournaments in Delaware since September of 2000 and what is this? 21. So 18. Um, oh, okay. and we run typically up to nine events per year on mm-hmm. top of a state championship and a, also a Delaware tour championship internally to the state of, into the state of Delaware. Mm. Um, so that will continue as well as, uh, weekly leagues, uh, open play and upon opening there will be at least 45 to 50 machines on site so even when you're running tournaments and we're running leagues there'll be plenty of areas still for uh, regular members that aren't interested in that to still play and still be there do we know if collectives can be a part of the stern army you know i don't know that that's we'll actually find something that out. i've been meaning to email them recently yeah. shout um, out roper <laughs> So Roper it will be help. a location that, even though it is membership only um, and not open to the public, but the public can be members. So mm-hmm. uh, kind of quasi-public location. Yeah. Um, and but, uh, 
There's a lot we'll of irons we'll in the fire, and there may be some other goodies attached to this DP suit will be. in the future. We'll keep, them, we'll keep them under hat for now. That's right. But, uh, yeah, you, you mentioned me being involved in it, and obviously, you know, I, I appreciate that. But there, there's four other guys that are huge parts of this that without it, I, I could not do it by myself, sure. not at all. Um, Chad Hastings, uh, Rodney Kamajis, Paul Pratzner, and Mike Veith are all part of this, and a lot of those are known guys in the hobby. Yeah, I know. Um, certainly known in this this area. Um, so they're all we're all twenty percent share of this. That's cool. That is really cool. And uh, you guys listening right now, if you guys love me, then at least go donate. If you're gonna if if well, if you're in Philly, no excuses. Come on, be a member. If you're in Jersey. Come on. No excuses. Even Maryland. I mean, depending on where you live in Maryland, yeah, it's, DC, it's a half hour, 45 me? minutes. Come on. What about New York? Is that a little far? New York's a little far, but you know, here's the good thing with a membership is, is we believe the cost is, is pretty, is pretty reasonable. And it's not something that you're going to feel like if you paid for a yearly membership that if you don't use it a hundred times, it's not going to be worth it. Even if you only got down here two or three times a year, and spent the day or spent the night, I think you'll find it to be a uh, very wise purchase. Mm -hmm. And if you guys, if you guys have any care in your in your little hearts for myself or for Dennis Creasel, yeah, to donate because this would mean a lot to us as well for you to support the Delaware Pinball Collective. So much so that if you guys are willing over the DPC, I would love as flipping out pinball to uh, next time you guys do like a big tournament or something do some donations, some giveaway stuff. So please, please, please donate. Even if you're not going to be a member, if you're in Florida, donate California, donate. Come on guys, show some love. So the Joe comes back. It's like, damn, that really helped. Thank you so much. I'm like, Oh my God, growing pinball. <laughs> I appreciate that. We all appreciate that here. All right, guys, it's been a long week and I need my fix. I'm getting an itch. And the only way I'm going to scratch it, it's right under, like, you know where it's at gets real hot and sweaty there a lot. You can't really get a good fingernail on it. Skin moves a lot. It's Pinball Market Trends! Chode Edition. Chode Edition. <laughs> Turning up this week is a Williams game back in the 90s. It's a wide body. Like in wide bodies, Foxy. Are uh, we talking about Popeye again? Mm, no, we're not. Oh, thank God. We're talking about... Star Wars? How many people do you think, when, when you play those two themes together, they, they get confused and somebody always names the, the opposite they, it between an Indiana Jones and a Star Wars? It happens. Uh, the great composers uh, have that effect on people. It's Indiana Jones! Back in, this game is, this this one has its ups and downs for sure. It does. It, it goes through that, uh, that waxy and wany market. Ups and downs. Indiana Jones is up right now. Some claim it to be the greatest wide body of all time. It'd be pretty difficult to remake. A lot of licensing attached to that. It's a great game. One of the best ever. If you like modes, if you like moments, if you like video modes, if you like Bally Williams, this is it. If you like mods, this is it. And not just any mod. But maybe this is a little predictive turning up because... Very soon, you will probably wish you had an Indiana Jones. Because there's something coming out, ladies and gentlemen, in the near future that may just raise the average sell price of this game. Isn't this the next Elite Topper game? 
Also training up this week is me! Exclamation point. I think I sold that well. It's me. Why is that, Joe? I have no idea. Because I'm in your head. <laughs> Rent free. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I'm just shaking my head. My eyes are closed. My hands are up in the air. I look like an emoji at this point. Hey, look, uh, and it's it's not coming from me. Uh, it's uh, here. I'll I'll throw in a quote of the greatest podcast you're alive. I'll throw in this for you. In the end, in the end, I mean this. In the end, the. The person who will survive all of this, the person who will ultimately win in the end, the person who wants to be the ultimate voice of pinball will have his way. It will be Zach. It will be Zach. Zach will be your ambassador to pinball. It's what he wants. It's why he works so hard on all this stuff. It's why he puts so many hours. But, and I hope he achieves all of his pinball glories. But in the end, he will know he'll just never be as cool as me. Because I do it naturally. I do it straight up like this, unedited. He can't do this. He can't, you think he could do this? You think he could do Facebook Lives like this and keep a commentary going? You think he could do a solo show like Canada? He can't do it. You've heard his solo shows. Can't do it. But he's gonna be—he's gonna win in the end because in the end I will go away. And, you know, his ultimate goal is to have every single person on planet Earth buy from flipping out. Bye, That's bye, his bye. goal. Puts the ads everywhere. Puts the logo everywhere. It's all. It's all the agenda. It's all quite clear what it is. And that's it. Thanks, buddy. Not only that, rent free. I'm turning up because you guys need to check out the latest episode of the Slam Tilt podcast featuring myself. And boy, was that was that fun. I've never been on the Slam Tilt podcast, Joe. First of all, I don't know if I would tout myself until you actually hear it when by the time Ron gets done with the editing. Because if he was smart, he would just completely take you out of it. Let me guess, it was a whole episode of you and Bruce arguing over what the best game was and what mod makes more sense. God, sweet, sweet man. Awesome, hilarious. They're kind of iconic uh, in pinball media history. So uh, check that out. Uh, I would implore you to check that out. It was a lot of fun. And the second half of that interview, I, I had them on their toes. I had them on their toes, Foxy. On the ropes. They didn't know Somebody how to deal to with throw me. Throw in the towel. Yeah. Oh, Bruce thought he was a well-seasoned, Dave Fix certified veteran. <laughs> I oh, had you him. know what? Today Bobbing is the anniversary of. I, for, I should have let off with this. I am, t- as of today, <gasps> I am officially allowed oh. to give an opinion in this hobby. Oh, today is five my five-year anniversary of my first game this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for Joe Fox. Joe, if you'd come up to the front here and accept your your coin, thank you. Nicely done. Now, you weren't buying machines for 800 were you? No. Okay, so you're not a seasoned veteran. You have to wait for that no, chip. But. I'm just a veteran. I, I haven't hit, uh, what's what's that when you get, I have no tenure yet. Yeah, no tenure. That's okay. We'll get you on the path now. Nicely done. Per usual, those guys are wrong on so many things. They're so seasoned. And to be so seasoned and wrong, 
is uh it, you gotta you gotta check it out it's cute it really is cute i can't wait thursdays usually when they release dun, 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 dun. trending down this week is oh what guns and roses by jersey check pimple how am i wait a minute yeah i'm too biased to trend that down you only report the facts hey numbers don't lie and if you have not seen whether it is true narrative false narrative i don't care what kind of narrative it is pushing the market right this is what it happens is. people are talking about gnrs this week and you're seeing a lot go up for sale new in the box out of the box unfortunately you're not seeing them talked about in a good light the more that are in the market the more that are available the lower that price will be so don't shoot the messenger it is simply me reporting the facts I don't think it's They'll get it forever. straightened out. Yeah. And it was so high up, it had to come trickling down at some point. Yeah, there was no Jeez. way that they can consistently sell for 20000 plus. Oh, especially uh, I mean, if they're producing gonna be... them. They're going to keep making them. That means there's more that's out there. Well, no, even the CEs alone, right? You can't you can't keep selling. First of all, there's only uh, there was only 500 of them to begin with. So you can't continue. There's only so many new inbox CEs that can be resold. Mm -hmm. And there's only so many people that can foot a $20,000 plus bill. That's so So, true. uh, What I'm seeing now, which cracks me up, except every time I think that these people are nuts, uh, 20 minutes later, I see sale pending is 25,000 for opened and 150 plays. Like the price is going up for open box games. However, if you look at what their recent issues have been, it would actually you'd actually maybe want to pay a little bit more for an open box game that clearly doesn't have any issues than some there. of these other ones that could be crapshoots. Wow, strong take. <laughs> well, it's just the reality of it. I mean, listen, you cannot be perfect in this as a manufacturer, as a player, as a whatever. You cannot be perfect. We still, yeah, and we still don't know. Uh, we've heard reports of how often this is occurring that it, that's just slander <laughs> like we we don't know we don't no, we know. have no idea it, it's definitely not the it's not the mainstream no it's not the it majority way. we know that we just don't know and we're not going to report shit we don't know nope i cannot report this week a deal of the week the market's on fire and everybody is loco with some of these prices so it, not really a really lot of is. deals out there i'm telling you i sit there and look at pin side and look at games continue to go up in value and number one it turns into a monkey see monkey do situation when somebody sees that i don't know pick a title diner is selling for forty five hundred dollars next thing you know there's four diners listed for five thousand dollars in the next you know day and mm-hmm. then i go ah oh, what a joke i should message this guy and tell him you know be more realistic <laughs> and before i could get the message out it's already sale pending so, so hear the I, what do i know but that doesn't mean there's not an abundance of deals of the <laughs> wtfs for me this week include a medieval madness royal edition you can find on Pinside. By the yeah, by the username Painemic outside of Eagle, Idaho. What'd you call it? <laughs> Eagle, Idaho. Idaho. Now I don't you know. know I think I know this individual, and I like them. It's harder and harder the more people I meet, Joe and Pinball, to do these deals of the WTF. Because I don't want to come down hard on this guy, but Why? your price is a little jacked up. Was this the one for uh, $19,000? $19,900. Oh, boss. Sell, sell, for sell. a medieval Madness Royal Edition. Shipping included. Oh, thanks. And very low place. First owner. And only one mod. 
The Lost Plastic. The Lost Plastic. 19 bucks. Come on. Yeah, that's a listen, that 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 topped out, I think, at like 14, 13, yeah, maybe even 15,000 new it's in not the box. $20,000 machine. No, but everybody's gone batshit crazy. So maybe it's not the worst thing in the world? You maybe. and I would think so. Yeah, it's it's not. I want to I want to party with this guy though because he's got Christmas lights under the game, all bundled up like Clark fucking Griswold, and he also <laughs> has a an antelope or some kind of dead animal antler system uh, sitting over the machine, and he does say in the listing, important to note, antlers are not included. Sell, sell, sell. Now, are there any mm-hmm. antlers hanging up in your game room? Yeah, you you may be able to talk him into that. Bundle of uh, Christmas lights, probably the incandescent ones, not even the LED ones. It's a beautiful One game. Bulb goes out, the whole strings out. Yeah, I would not mind this game, but for nineteen nine, sell, sell, sell. No thanks. Also on deals of the WTF this week, this is a guy everybody knows. Either you love him, you hate him, but he's on pin side regardless. His name is Levy, and he hangs out in New York, New York. You know Levy? Uh, I've heard he's crazy. <laughs> I like that. Pinsider by the name of Crazy Levy. Makes you want to say Levi. Don't. He's got a Monster Bash home use only. The original. Triple OG, OG. here. Yeah, Triple OG. A genuine, bona fide, authentic, home use only, original Monster Bash pinball machine. Now, he writes a Dr. Frightener essay on this, um, but there's a lot of words. But basically, it's clean. It's super nice. A little wear at the little uh, gobble holes, little scoop holes. Little wave there. Doesn't have the nasty drag track wear that I see. It's a clean ass game. I can't hate on this game because it's nice. If you want an original, this is this is one to get. However, Levy, if you think that people are going to spend fifteen thousand dollars on your monster bash, you're wrong. Sell, sell, sell. Who in the hell's gonna do that, Joe Fox? I can buy an Ellie with a topper and RGB lights and an extended display for like ten. It's a, it's a starting point. Plus, if it's an original, you're not going to have any flipper delay, right? Sell, sell, sell. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> because you're simultaneously yeah. playing the same two games at the same time. I talked to the Slam Toe guys about that, too. Did you? He said it's a special machine here, and hopefully it's going to end up with a collector of special tastes. Thanks for reading. <sighs> uh, you know what? At this point, I can't say I blame anybody for listing anything at any price because uh, what's the worst you can do is just drop it. I mean, I hate to say it like that because I thought these people were crazy too, but anymore, uh, I think I'm crazy. Crazy. I don't. I just don't get it. Uh, why not? I don't either. Who, who would prefer this game over the newer ones? Uh, listen, again, the, the, the flipper delay conversation to me is completely irrelevant because you can have, you can play any two of the same game and then feel completely different. So to me, playing a remake versus playing an original would be no different than playing two copies of whatever, Popeye or The Hobbit or whatever it is. Well, the least least Levy could do here is throw in a damn color DMD. Come on, Levy. Look, here's the deal. If one of you guys is dumb enough to buy this for this amount, please (laughs) do not buy this until his ass puts in a color DMD. You heard me, Levy. Come on, tidy. Put it in there. 400 bucks. Come on put it in there i wouldn't pay it i wouldn't pay over 11 i wouldn't pay anything because i don't like monster bash but i was gonna say must, you could have the a last topic one on the title Eleven thousand tops 
I don't even think it's worth it, but whatever. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, that, with and without controversy, was your pinball market trends. Very fun. I, I prefer when you go pinball motherfucking market trends. Pinball motherfucking market trends. That's better. Trademark. <laughs> All rights yeah. reserved. All right, let's close this Tiki Hut down. Where tiki can people hut. find you? At my house. Where else? If you want to play it's in friggin', Delaware It's May the 30th or whatever today is. It's 50 degrees outside in Delaware, and it's raining. Really? Find me in my house in my basement playing pinball and trying to get away from the weather. <laughs> you sure it's not the people? No, I love the people. You are such a damn people person. I don't know how you do it. You know, it's funny. I'm a people person. But I'm not at the same time, if that makes any sense. I think that's the majority of the world, yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants I, to fit I, in a box. It's normal. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> and you like people until you don't. Then you really don't. Yeah, then I really don't. That's pretty much it. But Again, you it's, love me. I'm, I'm turning into a, to a 95-year-old grandfather or something. Do you ever think when you got into the pinball hobby that you'd find a bud like me willing to chest bump you? Without shirts on, no, we're chest in a hot bumping. tub. Yeah, in, in in Indiana. Do you have chest hair? I can see you sitting in that hot tub, like you know, eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. kids are all in bed. Absolutely. Nicole probably fell asleep. Mm-hmm. You're in there with a with a cigar, even Ooh. though you don't smoke cigars. I think if you have a hot tub, they have to smoke cigars. Why not? And like a, some kind of brown liquor drink with one ice cube. C- cigars kind of smell like turds. Yeah, well, that's that's why I said you're not into them now, but you got to be the hot tub life now. Okay. Yeah, smoke. And there's out a there camera okay. pointed right at you. There is. So you can twitch stream it. There is a and, camera already there. My wife has oh, got cameras all around our house. Yeah, I could see that happening. You would, and like I said, some drink with brown liquor in it. And an old fashioned. No, no, like a scotch or a whiskey or a whatever the hell those things are. No, thanks. One square ice cube in it. Yeah, a Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be counting my chest hairs for Joe Fox. Yeah, one, two. Okay, that's it. Done. It's going to be glorious. I'm not even going to let my kids in there. Yeah, I'll see how long that'll last. No, no, I'll kick them out. Nope. Not happening. I guarantee once this thing gets up and running by week two, there is a picture on Facebook with all four kids, bubbles all surrounding them. You're at work, so you had nothing to say about it, and they're all in there floating around. Stupid dogs will probably be in there. Worse, they'll be on the they'll be on the edge with their claws scratching into oh. it. Oh, that's gonna be horrible. So people can find you at the nearest show. I w- are you going to Chicago Expo or not? I keep saying no, that. yes, no. I because you know I told you there's so much going on in that like six week period of time that not only may I not be able to afford all these trips, but uh, you know time is only I only have so much vacation time at work, and the last year's been a vacation since uh, yeah, my business. You're is probably a fantastic guy, aren't you? I've never gone to fantastic. I wanted to. We should have. No, the next show there. I know I'm going to is Pinfest in Allentown, which is the end of July. As long as that still stays on track, I'll be there. I've not been there. Should I go? No. Okay. Nope. No, no. Actually, Pinfest is Ivan does a great job with that show, um, and I think 
the first show that really happens after the pandemic. Ivan, I know that, uh, Ohio did that show. Name. He, uh, I think this will be like probably the most populated show of the last two years, just because people are just dying to get back to a show. If you guys need to catch me, I'm at the pinball network at gmail.com or sdtmpinball at gmail.com or Zach, Z-A-C-H at flip the letter N out pinball.com. If you want juicy for your eyes, go to straight down the middle on YouTube. If you want juicy for the ears, listen to past episodes of the pinball show. If you want juicy for your game room, nothing gets sloppier. Coin taker. No, coin giver, a.k.a. flipping out pinball. Ding. All kinds of brand new beauties that we've got right now, including Stranger Things. We still have like one or two. Pros? Yeah, still got them. Gotta have that premium. People are really coming around on Turtles Premium right now. Led's, you're supposed to help me sell games, damn it. Led Zeppelin Pro. <laughs> I did. Gotta have that discontinued premium. No one's Gotta got. have the one you can't get. FOMO. Uh, I agree. I agree. Led Zeppelin no, Premium. Hot Wheels is on order. We got some of those. Showcase, uh, product showcase of the week is Jurassic Park Pro. You guys are sleeping. I don't want to hear this whining when these things are sold out and you got to wait another six months for another run. We've got them six now. Six months. It might be the last run by the time. I mean, how long can they make that game? It's been, what, two? What is it? Is it is Dennis July, accuses me of that. Years? You always say you're out of something. And it won't come back. And then, or no, that was a rhyme. Sorry, Din Din. <laughs> We've got. I, how could you not have a Jurassic Park at, at this point? I know. If you don't have one, you got to. It's only because they they had one, they sold it, now they want it back. That could be the only reason. Well, it might be one of the greatest in the last five, ten years. Yep, but, it uh, definitely is. Buy whatever. I don't, I'm not going to tell you what to buy. Buy them all. Yeah, and if you if you want a cool accessory, you got to go check out the Straight Down the Middle SDT infomercial that we did on the Avengers Shooter Rod. Got some good feedback on that one. Here's a pro tip. A Watch the whole video, guys. Don't shut <laughs> it off and discuss 30 seconds in. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> Joe Franchi. <laughs> you called him out my name. He's like, shit. He really thought he it was like $400. Anyway. That's okay. He's missing out. That, that's and right. see, that's why there's some misinformation. Out. Yeah. He's flipping wrong. Listen. Most of the time. That's right. Golden T20. Zach, what game should I buy? Oh, he did ask me and had to Zach, bowl. What do you to think be- of Houdini? Yeah. You know what? I am calling out Joe Franchi. Joe Franchi, if you're listening for some reason, what the hell? You call me and ask what game to buy, and you told me that, uh, or he didn't tell me. No, told I you. told you. In a drunken stupor, he bought yeah, a game drunken stupor, you buy a game from somebody else? What the hell? Uh, it's enough to go. There's enough to go around. There's enough to go around, only there's not. <laughs> See if they'll answer your this or that. <laughs> God. Betrayal, betrayal, betrayal. Wonka, would you keep Willy Wonka or Dialed In or Wizard of Oz? Oh, boy. Now, I did have an update for Golden Tee 2021s. They were pushed back again, people. My apologies for any of you that uh, had one pre-ordered with us, but we're going to have a couple more months delay because of parts issues. That sucks. TPN last week, just another pinball podcast, the Dwight Appreciation episode. That was a lot of fun with uh, Fliptronic and my buddy Chuck Wirt, as well as Joe Ingerberth. Off the Record Pinball Podcast, where Glenn preps for a pinball tournament. Sounds like an old classic picture book, but no. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn talked about... What goes on uh, in that head of yours sometimes? I, I don't no know. Freaking clue. Glenn plays pinball. Uh, Glenn meets Sally. Sally likes pinball. Nice job, Glenn. That's from like the 50s and 60s, and then we graduated to uh, pinball tournaments for dummies. Glenn tried to get a kiss. 
<laughs> Glenn gets slapped. No means no, Glenn. That's <laughs> perfect. Perfect. That's why you're here. Uh, but check it out. It was nice because it was a different take on pinball tournament and strategy. It was not a in-depth, deep, uh, best of the best pinball strategizing. It was just a, a guy like us playing pinball that likes tournaments. So some of the easier well, you, stuff to look you at. You don't like tournaments. I like watching Guys them. like us from a guy who never played You know, tournament. guys like us, uh, real hardcore pinball guys. Yeah. Playing your kids in the basement does not count as a tournament. Yeah, chasing whoppers. You know how it goes. Chasing whoppers. I'm a whopper chaser. Whoppers have been sold out since March of last year. Ah, whoppers. TPN this week, we should have a final round pinball podcast with the sexy and sultry Jeff Tillis and Martin Robbins. Two of my boys. Mm, they are. They, they were are. your guys before uh, my international, before they they're my international my crew. And uh, maybe we'll have a free play pinball podcast. Uh, the rookies, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Puppet pals are high somewhere. I don't know where they're at. <laughs> not sure. Talk about talk about FOMO. That's right. Oh, speaking of, I'm glad that Macho's back. Not even related to TPN, but I saw his ass was back doing a podcast. And it made me happier than it probably should have. Did you listen to it? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it's great. The greatest three minutes of ever. God, it's just so good. Yeah, Miss Mona always has a place in my heart, just like Greg Bones' mom. Uh, <laughs> do you think you'd come back, Fox? I can't help it. I'm under contract now. I didn't. I've actually already violated the terms of my first contract. That's okay. We'll just like dock 61 you. mentions short of flipping out. Thank you, Joe, for hanging out. Always here for you, buddy. Always. Same goes. And the for more maybe people actually like me this time around. What's not to like? Maybe keep your shirt on, though. Like I said, <laughs> I got the body for, for a podcast and the face on that, too. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, for Joe Fox, I'm your Zach Minnie. Well, just remember, Zach, always practice safe pinball and DPC up. Oh, nicely done. And always, I feel like it's monotonous. <laughs> practice safe pinball and always practice safe pinball up. I don't I'm not Brian fucking Eddie. I'm not Stern Engineers, but fuck, man, I could sit in a conference room and develop more creative ideas that are inside that fucking machine. And I mean that. You can't design a fucking foundry. Don't you people get it? You basically are buying these games with fucking nothing in them. Four twippies. Five for five coming. You know it. It's the only pinball podcast that will talk to you like this. That will talk to you like this. Who else talks to you like this? Wake up, motherfuckers. Like all these other shows, like wake up. They don't want you to hear this shit. Don't buy, buy, buy. Buy, buy, buy. You don't want Canada to get this way. You don't. I keep my show PG. And, and not to be like a, a jerk about it, but like ultimately, I was talking to Jeff about this at This Week in Pinball. All the hours, all the time we spend making content and, and doing stuff for the community like we get nothing in return like like i'm watching multi-millionaires who can't even contribute five or ten dollars a month to my show you know look in any other industry if i was podcasting about any other topic i'd have sponsors i'd have some sort of like you know some sort of like reward for doing it other than like these twippies look i'm just saying you guys know who you are you guys know who you are. For the for the price of a damn cup of coffee a day, you get you get the most entertaining pinball podcast for like five years now. Bye bye bye. Because you guys don't understand the time it takes. I I love I love seeing how much someone will spend on something 
why why aren't I allowed to to make some some monetary reward on something that I've dedicated thousands of hours of my life to? Five hundred and eighty three podcasts, bros. And I don't even care. For me, it's not even about the donations. It's about it's about like I wish I could more publicly talk about the pinball deals I have in the works. And I can't because you guys will all like moan and groan that I'm ruining this hobby. Like, no, I don't care. Bill, I do what I want. I mean, I really don't care. I just wish I could talk about it more because I wish I could let more of you in on like, like some of these opportunities. It, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous how easy it is to now make money on all these things. How easy it is to now make money on all these things. How easy it is to now make money on all these things. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there, but I'm, I'm making some money, people. I'm making some money. I'm not selling you anything, ladies and gentlemen. You can't even buy merchandise from me. I won't even sell you merchandise. And I could. There's nothing you can buy from me. My loyalty is not for sale. Like my, nothing is for sale with me. I've got fans and then I've got fans, right? So something I'm gonna do, something I'm gonna do is, look, if you wanna listen to Canada's Pinball Podcast, you're still gonna listen to the best pinball podcast on the planet. It's still gonna give you all the news rumors and speculations that you want. You're still gonna get Canada and, and all of my point of view on this hobby. Uh, but for those of you, and I have, you know, who contribute, to Canada's Pinball Podcast. Bye, bye, bye! Special shows are coming. Special shows are coming. And look, look, can you blame me? Can you blame me for just giving my fans who are a little bit like the, the VIP club? I'm calling it the Canada's Pay for Play Club. Look, we're gonna be completely transparent about it. I mean, it's it's gonna it's look, you know, we do all this work, we put all this effort into it, and I know some people out there who make content, they would rather say that no one deserves anything, that we should just give all of our time and energy away for free. But here's the good news, is Canadian's Pinball Podcast is funded, fully funded, fully sponsored, not by a company, not by a pin stadium lights, not by flipping out, not by coin taker, not by anybody. Canadian's Pinball Podcast is fully 100% funded by you by the listener bye, bye, let bye. me tell you right now i put just as many hours if not more hours into running canada's pinball podcast as they do running pin side okay and here's the thing canada's pinball podcast is not going to go down because of some networks you know fire all right we will not go quietly into the night the canada pinball podcast merchandise line which will be arriving soon so you guys can wear hats and shirts bye 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 if i were you if I were you, I'm just saying. Bye, bye, bye! You contribute to Pinside. You donate for the price of a cup of coffee a week. You could donate to Canada's Pinball Podcast. Bye, I bye, bye! Like, I think the minimum is, I think it could be even dollar or five dollars a month to get all of the incredible content you get. And you're going to get extra shows now. And that's it. I'm not asking you to buy machines. I'm not asking you to buy anything else. But you know, after 585 episodes, that you could give Canada the price of a cup of coffee a month as a donation.
and that wouldn't hurt you. And I, and I can't wait. I can't wait for all the other pinball content creators out there to make fun of me for doing this because they would rather take the money from the sponsors. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, do you want to hear me drone on and on about how we're sponsored by Flippin' Out, we're sponsored by CoinDigger, we're sponsored by... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But you know what? There's four Twippies on the shelf because of you guys, and I do it because of you guys. But for those guys and gals who give a little bit more and a little bit extra, you're going to get a little bit extra. Bye, bye, bye! Uh, and I can't wait till you guys see some of the merchandise that's coming from Canada's Pinball Podcast, all right? You can go over everything I've created, every show, every Facebook Live. Since I've been back, I have not done anything that's been a personal attack. I have not incited anybody to do something stupid. I'm not, I'm not Donald Trump telling people to storm the Capitol. I'm not selling you anything, ladies and gentlemen.